Hey, welcome back to the back. <laughs> I think he's dying. <laughs> welcome back to the backlog breakdown. Did you die? I no, I'm okay, died. actually. I, I think I'll be okay. My lung is I, over there on the floor, but... Uh, I thought I saw that come up. Uh, yeah. Didn't look good. Didn't look mm. good at all. I'll, I'll just... I'll swallow it after the podcast. It'll be fine. Yeah. I've so already gross. had to do that a couple times this week. We we were talking earlier, man, and it sounded like you are getting unsick, but now it sounds like you're getting resicked. Yeah. Yeah. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. This crazy sickness. Possible flu. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But something that's that's had me going up and down for the past week, uh, me and my entire family. I I don't know if you know this, but if you have young children, um, inevitably everyone in your house is going to get sick. Oh, they're little they're little plague rats. Yeah, like they, yeah, they exactly. You know, I was I was going to make a a Zoolander reference and be like, "You got the black lung, John." Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, exactly. You know, but no, yeah, no. When we had the boys. Uh, you know, the household got sick a couple of times where it was just okay. Like, yeah, nothing super serious, but it was like there was all it seemed like there was always like a cold or like yeah. some sort of set of the sniffles. So, yeah, but for those of you who haven't listened before, my name's Nate. Hey. This is Josh. How's it going? I didn't introduce the, us. Sorry. Eh, well, you know, at this point in time, like we're, we're pushing like 20 episodes, dude. And uh, that's true. So, I'm going to assume, for the most part, people know who we are. Um, and if not, well, go back and listen to some of our other stuff. I think it's all quality content. But I am biased. So <laughs> Top stuff, people. But yeah, Top welcome shelf. back to the Backlog Breakdown, where today um, we are going to be looking at kind of our gaming tastes and how they've changed over the years. Um, so what kind of games do we play? How often do we play games? What 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 kind of styles of games do we play? And what is our style of playing games? But before we jump into that... I was I was actually going to sing Changes, I think, by... Is that by Ozzy Osbourne? Chain, um, no, uh, uh, David Bowie. Yeah, I was going to... But I don't... I, yeah, I just realized I, I don't know that song. So oh, yeah. I th- apparently I thought it was by Ozzy Osbourne. So. <laughs> no, um, it was by someone who could sing. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it, instead kidding. of just, Sharon! <laughs> um, no, I, I don't have any. Well, Ozzy's a weird dude just in general. But um, anyways, Ozzy, like Slash and Flea, uh, all musicians ooh. that have bit in parts Chrono in Chrono Trigger. Trigger. <laughs> Um, our Chrono Trigger episode will, I think, uh, what we on the, I'm not quite done. We, we were thinking that if I finish it up, we might talk about it tonight, but, uh, I am sort of the one holding us back. So we're going to shelf that, um, until next episode. And then we were, we're, I think we're, I'm, I'm excited to d- dip into this thing. Um, oh, yeah. because this is, uh, it's, it's just been an outstanding little game, uh, and by little, I mean like 25, 30 hours. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's been an absolute, I, I, I really do dig the game. Um, but 
we are not going to be talking about that. Like you said, we're going to be talking about sort of changes in taste, etc., etc., etc. But before that, and you started to go there. Oh yeah, I just wanted to see how you were doing. Hmm. Um, I'm okay, dude. I'm just over winter. Like I'm yeah. really done. Uh, we got a couple ice storms. Uh, Oof. Like. One, we got a nice storm one week, and then we got another one, like almost like like within like six days later, and it was just like you know six seven inches of ice on the ground at one point in time. Golly, uh, which is not fun to walk on, and considering the fact that my job is mostly walking, uh, yeah. And of course, people don't know what shovels or salt or you know things are, so. Their steps and sidewalks were all disgusting. It made me angry. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just sort of like over winter at this point in time. I'm, I'm ready for mm. warmer weather. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and prior to that, like, it hadn't been too bad. But I'm, I'm okay. Kind of, kind of just tired. Uh, I'm very, I'm feeling very much like old man Nate is old. Um, I've, I was talking to, uh, I lift, you know, I, I try to lift a couple times. I, I basically was talking to my pastor and he's one of the guys I live with. And I just, uh, I was saying like, you know, what? I really think that the, uh, we were trying to do three days a week and I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I can keep up like, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just maybe, maybe I'm just being a giant wuss, but I'm also like, man, like I just can't <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I just don't recover the way I used to. So, yeah. you know, I, we'll, we'll see, you know, maybe things will change here after I get back in the, cause there was like a, a two month sort of lull on that, but oh, uh, you know, for the most part, um, I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, playing a lot of Chrono, well, not a lot, but, but playing some Chrono Trigger doing, you know, doing reading and stuff. But how are you doing, my dude? I mean, besides nice. like the, the unsickness and, How's work yeah. been? How's classes? All the 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 things. All Man, the things. I talk so good sometimes. No, it's, am- it's it's cool. There there are lots of things going on for sure. And uh, yeah, no, it, it definitely um, has been. So this past week, it was last Tuesday when I first got sick. Okay, and that put me out. I I took off the next like two and a half days from work. And um, my symptoms changed like every day. It was something different. It was so weird. Um, and so it, it, and my cough has persisted, obviously. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, dude, that was, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> like it was, that, that, that cough was like, I, yeah, I was a little intimidated. I'm glad I didn't wake up my children who are sleeping upstairs. Um, but so, so that's the one thing, but actually, honestly, though, today, um, my cough has been, has felt so much better because it's just, it's, um, okay, this is going to get a little gross. Sorry. Um, but it's just been getting gunk out. It has not been like a constant or not a constant, but like a, once I cough once I have to continually cough, you know, for a few minutes, Mm. like no joke. Um, for the first couple days, I guess like Tuesday, Wednesday, but by Wednesday and then through till probably Saturday, my abs were sore from coughing. Like oh. I got a, I got a nice, uh, tummy workout because I was coughing so much. Um, that sounds so, awful, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, this, that, that was fun. Um, although, I mean that there was that 
sick and twisted part of me that was like, okay, I'm actually getting a little bit of exercise, at least in my abs, because I've been sitting on the couch like all day long. Like this I'm getting is my life shredded now. by being You're right. sick. Exactly. Yes, the sickness diet. Um, I don't recommend it, but hey, it's effective. So, you know, that's what it is. Um, so anyways, it's, it's thrown me for a loop in terms of all the things, because it's, it's really hard to concentrate when you're sick. It just, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it laid me out. It did, um, allow me to actually, you know, th- there, I definitely would not have beaten Chrono Trigger if I had not gotten, had gotten sick. Mm. Um, so the fact, and I think I rolled credits on it. I think it was a little bit after midnight on March 1st. So technically it was right outside of the backlog busters end time. But, you know, I don't know. Hopefully we'll take it. I don't know. We'll Mm. see. I I think like the, you know, and, you know, Wesley would be the official sort of voice on this. But I think like Mm. the goal is to to enjoy these things and uh, enjoy them responsibly. So (laughs) I would say it counts, but... You know. Nice. We'll have to I'm, we'll have I'm, to I'm wait the, for his verdict. Yeah. Just yeah. to see. But I appreciate the the I appreciate you got my back, bro. And I love yeah, you for it. I I got you. <laughs> you know, fist bump. Via virtual the internet. Virtual yeah. Through Skype or, or whatever. Um I but. dig it. Um but yeah, so it has it's definitely kept well, I was gonna say kept me busy. It just it you know, it's it's weird because it's it forced me to kind of slow down um, when I really didn't want to. So things got piled up, um, but I was able to kind of plow through schoolwork and, and obviously lots of video gaming. You know, it was what it was. But it was this weird time warp because, like, even today, going back to work for... I mean, I was fully at work yesterday as well, but th- there were lots of things that I had to catch up on just because, you know, I'd been out for so long, which was weird. So... Hmm. It is what it is. Some things fell by the wayside, but for the most part, I was able to to keep it up. School, I've got. Uh, this is technically my last week of this class, and then I then I'll have a week off and start my next class. So, yeah, keeping up with that, I, I think I think this will be smooth sailing to kind of finish out this last kind of paper that I have to get done this week. So, it's cool. good. It's good, cool. man. Cool, cool. With that, we want to go ahead and uh, slide on into the report. The backlog report? Take a look at our backlog reports. Welcome to the 6 o'clock, the the evening backlog report. The the, the near midnight backlog report. (laughs) Live. There you go. More about how this affects your weekend. Things. Uh, (laughs) Things and, and stuff and things. You, uh, you yeah, won't you want to believe what happens next? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, sort of uh, still making playing catch up on reading. Um, this, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to say there. I just like I <laughs> fell behind, and now it's just like it's sort of that that slow. Like you have to just be consistent, and I, I just kind of fell off the bus there. So. Uh, getting caught up uh, on my reading. Uh, the the Bible reading, like I'm only like a few days behind now at this point, so I feel like that's not too too bad. Uh, the Institutes reading, I'm 
you know, the, the thing is like with the institutes, okay. And, and I don't know if I said this before, um, like I'll read through that stuff and like, it's, some of it's really good. Um, but I also, there's a lot of it where I'm just like, Oh no, I get it. Like I dig it. And I sort of like, don't, I feel like I'm I'm not reading it the way that I ought to because I I just sometimes, okay. um, yeah I just uh, it it I mean like the thing is like here's the deal like Calvin wrote that when he was in his twenties like yeah. when I was in my twenties I was not doing things that significant so you, I mean you definitely have to give credit there um, but it just. You know, it's good for me. I think like it'll be good for just discipline in general um, to to go through it. Uh, even though it's, I haven't f- come across or read anything yet that's like really challenged or provoked me or sort of. It's like, oh, no, yeah, I agree. I see, I see the lines you're you're you know the the lines you're drawing here. Like, I get it. Um, but you know, still fairly early on. Um, I was doing actually, you know, I told you earlier, I was, you know, I'm, I'm still reading uh, Al Mohler's book, The Conviction to Lead. And I'm just mm-hmm. sort of trying to, like, that's a shorter book and sort of in the spirit of uh, Dave Ramsey with, like, you know, pay off your smaller loans first and that sort of build mm-hmm. momentum. I'm like, this is a shorter book. I can sort of, like, burn it down. And it's good. Um, I, I, I told you, like, I mean, like, you know, principally like it's pretty sound and I, I think it's, it's good encouragement. Um, I told you like, yeah, I, I know Mueller is, is a writer, um, by, by trade. I think, you know, he wrote for newspapers or something before that. I'm just like, not, I, I don't think his writing style is all that. It's, it's just not my jam. Uh, but it's, I mean, the book is good. The material is good. And it's not like the way he writes is awful. It, it's fine. It's technically sound, which is sufficient. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as, uh, memorization work goes, I was actually sort of puttering around with the, that versus app today. Um, and then okay. just while we were, um, I'm not picking it up nearly as often as I need to, um, yeah. Instead of checking Facebook, I probably ought to be as as much as I do at times. I probably ought to just be like hopping on that thing for like five minutes and banging out like, um, you know, some some memorization work. But um, you know, it's it's been a little more consistent. Like I said, you know, I was I was sort of putzing around with it earlier today, and then before we started recording recording, I was I, I had done some sort of refresher work. Um, and then as far as video games go, like I said, I'm not done with Chrono Trigger. I'm at the point where I'm sort of cleaning up all the side quest stuff. Um, and then I have been playing Pyre as well on the PS4 uh, mm-hmm. via the recommendation from our buddy Micah. Uh, that game's real good. Uh, there are things I really like about it. And then there are other things I'm like, eh, th- this is just okay. It's... Uh, I, I recommend, like, uh, if you're a fan of Supergiants games in general, to check it out if you haven't played it already. So, um, But it's definitely, like, one of those games I think I'm just going to kind of... After I finish Chrono Trigger, I'm just going to sort of sit down and, like, power through it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of... Because it's now that I'm hitting... Like, I've, I've sort of hit, like, the main gameplay loop. And after that, I'm just kind of like, eh, 
you know, I think it'll just be a matter of time. You know, it'll be a few hours and then I'll be done. So nice. Nice. How about you, my dude? Hmm. <laughs> well, in terms of video games, it's really all been Chrono Trigger lately. Mm-hmm. Is I wanted to get it. I wanted to finish it up. Um, and I feel like I was only a little bit past halfway, maybe something like that. So I powered through the second half of this game, but oh my goodness. Um, I don't want to take away from next week. I will just say that it definitely holds up and, um, man, it is fun. It, it was, it was good to play it again just cause I haven't in gosh, I mean, over 10 years probably. Mm-hmm. Since I had since I had picked it up again, and um, you know, there's there's that little bit of kind of nervousness of of just like, oh, is it actually as good as I remember, or was it just me? You know, was it my my? Uh, there are just am, so. Am I taking crazy pills, or is this thing really as awesome as I as I think it is? Yeah, yeah. Is it just yeah. the nostalgia goggles talking? Oh my goodness, I can't say these words. Um, but, but and you do, I will say you do have to take it in context. You know, it doesn't have the uh, rich dialogue that a game nowadays would have. But mm-hmm. um, it, it does so many things astonishingly well. that Like it has so many uh, chances to screw up royally. And it does so many things just so well. That uh, great game. So mm-hmm. next week you'll hear us gush about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, assuming mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that the ending of the game doesn't, you know, totally destroy everything that you love about the game. Um, well, I mean, like, listen, like we and we won't get into it too much. Like you, you sort of were telling me about it, and like that the post game content. I'm kind of like, Meh, I'll play it, but like, I, you know, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It it won't ruin it for me. I won't let it. I won't let it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. And honestly, I, maybe this is nostalgia goggles talking, okay? But the things that I didn't like about the added content only showed, it, it kind of proved to me how awesome the main game actually is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even later down the line, you just didn't have the same team, you know, with with the same love and care adding content to this game. Um, you didn't have to, frankly, but you got you got someone else and they did things that were okay. It was just okay. Um, but in comparison, it really, it almost takes away from uh, kind of some of the stuff that the main game does. But it shows you by contrast, like, oh yeah, they just aren't as good. It's just, it's just not as good. So, um, yeah, Chrono Trigger, great game, and we'll talk about it more next time. I'm excited for that conversation. I'm excited to kind of allow my mm-hmm. thoughts to uh, marinate for another couple weeks yes. while I start jumping into uh, some more games to knock out for Backlog Golf. And uh, I guess mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and. and throw a plug in here as well. I'll, I'll remind everyone mm-hmm. at the end of the episode too. Um, but we've also got our hashtag backlog busters going on. Now that Chrono Trigger is finished up for the next two months here in March and April, if you guys want to join us, we're focusing on 90s games. Games that were made in the 90s. 
Um, thank you, Wes, for heading that up. That's an interesting little category to start tackling, mm-hmm. but it does uh, kind of lend itself to some shorter experiences. So I'm looking to, you know, maybe bust out my SNES Classic and, and play some of the games on there, possibly. Or um, in addition to doing what I said that I was going to do last episode and jump into that Metal Slug collection on Wii and knock out some of those games as well. So so I, I've, I've got ideas. I've got ideas for where I'm going to go. But it really has just been Chrono Trigger for the past couple weeks. Um, and uh, I, I'm... I'm actually really excited to get back into Octopath Traveler because that game's awesome. Yes. So good, dude. So good. For different reasons, but uh, also similar reasons. So that's the only video game playing that I've been doing. Um, In terms of reading, I still have not read any of the Institutes. um, So I am way behind. Like at this point, probably a month and a half, something like that. Um, So I need to get Mm. back into that. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes shame on me i i shame, have kind of intentionally shame. put it on the back burner though just because there was another book that um that we've been going through as a staff at church that i've wanted to try and get through for a, a big old staff meeting retreat thing that we're going on tomorrow so uh th- that has taken up most of so my physical like actual reading books time has been primarily school Okay, because I've got readings every week that I need to finish up. Um, and then after that, it has been this book that we're reading as a staff. And so that's going to be replaced by the Institutes. I'll start going through the Institutes again um, after this week. I'll be just way behind trying to catch up, and we'll see what happens over the next... I mean, once I'm out of school, that, that'll that you know mm. give me a little bit of time, at least for that week, to... to jump into it again but we'll see what happens there anyways that said i have not read any institutes um i did start reading listening to reading um uh, i read through a book by ryan t anderson called when harry became sally and it's about the whole transgender movement um that was really interesting i enjoyed it a lot um i i I definitely recommend it. Now he is uh, Catholic, Roman Catholic, and some of his beliefs do come out in the book. And the only critique I would give the book is that he kind of um, he presents the book as if it were um, all kind of. This sounds so weird, but almost like all fact based. Where I think that. Um, his bias shows through in a few points in just how he weights some of the facts that he gives throughout the book, if that makes any sense at all. Now, obviously, I agree with a lot of what he has to say. I agree with his viewpoint in general mm. on the idea of transgenderism. So there's a lot of really good content there. But I would just say that it is not unbiased is the thing. It kind of reads as if he's trying to say that he's not biased when... I, I think a lot of kind of what he cites shows his bias in the whole issue, if that makes any sense. Um, but that said, I think it, I think it's a great book. It gave me a lot to kind of hmm. think about and ponder about and um, lots of, lots of really good arguments about an issue that is so politicized. It's difficult to talk about it without just getting shut down from hearing 
both sides of the argument um, because it, yeah, just because it's such an emotional topic in general. So that's really good. And I, I picked up a couple books from the library, some audiobooks just this week. Um, I don't know if you're into kind of like the intellectual dark web and some of the kind of thought leaders there. Um, the 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. I was able to get that from my local library. They only had it on physical audiobook. So I picked mm-hmm. that up and I'll be listening to that next. And then a book by uh, Jocko Willink. And I can't even remember what it's called. Something about something about leading. Extreme Ownership. No, that, yeah, his, That's his leadership called. book is... Uh, yeah, no... Uh, I, uh, Paul Maxwell was a big fan of Jocko. Um, I actually didn't know who Jocko was until uh, Paul Maxwell s- sort of turned me on to him. But um, it, you know, it's quality content. Like, okay. dude, like Jocko's a little like extreme IMO. Like he's okay. uh, like did like wake ups at four a.m. Like, oh my gosh! Works out for like works out like twice a day, and I'm just like, no nah, man, like, <laughs> nah, dude, nah, yeah. this isn't like real life, bro. Um, but he was right. also like a former Navy SEAL and could break me into like a million pieces with his pinky. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like whatever, like <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's cool, man. Uh, and and Jordan Peterson, like, I mean. That dude's, uh, I mean, for for a pagan. It's it's man. so funny. So just He's going through, I'll, I'll give this me. little, I, I was listening to his podcast earlier today where he does this interview and the dude is so scatterbrained, but I love it because he says so many like really good things. It's just like kind of all over the place when he talks. So I'm excited to see what like his, his, uh, his book is because obviously with a book, you need to keep it structured. Um, so I'm stoked to see that. Uh, but it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm, you know, my class this, this past semester has been kind of about biblical interpretation and the way that he uses the Bible goes against everything that I'm learning, uh, in, in in how to actually take the Bible at what it's saying. Mm. He allegorizes the entire Bible, you know, and he's like, it's true because it, you know, fits the, these myths uh-huh. and it, it teaches us these other things. And while like what he's saying, the points, while I agree with the points that he's making, yeah. the fact that he's, he's, he twists the Bible in order to get there, if that makes sense. And it's like, dude, you have so much, um, you have so much mm-hmm. respect for the Bible as a book um, but you yet yet you have so much disrespect for how like what it's actually saying. Like you want it to say something else uh, than what it actually says. If that makes sense. Well, he's. I mean, I I think he's a, a sort of an acolyte or a disciple of uh, Carl Hung or yeah. Jung or um. I I never remember how Young. to say that guy's name. Young. There we go. And so like, and Young was big on. Like the, you know, the personas. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was like, you know, it was all about sort of like... Collective conscience. Uh, unleashing, yeah, collective conscience. Like all the sort of like all the hidden subtext. And, you know, it was weird. But he's such like an, a like sort of an apostle or an acolyte of that, that or a disciple of that, that sort of discipline that... You know, so what he does is he like, 
I think like the thing is like you have to recognize there's sort of a brilliance in the, mm-hmm. in 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 Young and there's a, a brilliance in Peterson where like they sort of see the truth claims and well, especially with Peterson he's able to sort of identify these things and say like this is true narratively mm-hmm. like this is like the, the, he like he identifies the meta narrative and says like no this is still applicable for today this is still true this is still good this is still whatever but he what he's doing is he's trying to strip like the redemptive and the actual like th- like he's basically reducing it down to mere moralism right. and which is i mean fine but it's still damning right. yeah. so I mean, it's it's like good. I'd rather I'd rather people behave morally than immorally, mm-hmm. but the, it, you know the it's not just about like behaving morally, yeah. but yeah. So, um, how's your memorization work going? Terrible, <laughs> Joshua. Yeah, no, that's yes, that's, that's okay. No, yeah, I've 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 been bad. I just haven't, I haven't been working on it very much. I was working on it earlier today and, um, I was, um, pleasantly surprised at what I still like have memorized. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just haven't, I haven't looked at it in a long time. So did I you need... end up getting the verses app? Um, I did not. I looked into it. Uh, honestly, I'd need to check my iPad thing is it's only on Apple. And so, um, I, you know, I do have an iPad, but my, my phone is an Android. So yeah. Oh, you're one of those. Uh huh. Yep. I, I live in both <laughs> worlds. I actually recently within the past month or two, um, picked up a MacBook pro. So now I'm, I'm both, which is weird. Um, mm. yes. So whatever works, man. So. That, that said, I want to, okay. Today's the 4th of March. I want to have by our next episode, let's say by the end of March, I definitely, definitely by the end of March want to have at least the first chapter done. Just done. Okay. I should be, I should be done with it by now. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to say. The first chapter of James, I'm going to have memorized by the end of the month for sure. Okay. Just put a fire under my butt and get this done. Um, do it with a bullet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, or, I don't know, <laughs> or not? Maybe, maybe not with bullets. Yeah, I should. Uh, you know, if I if I thought about this a little bit more, maybe I could, maybe I could like raise the stakes and put something on. You know, have some sort of a have some sort of a, a risk reward kind of thing if I can actually get it done. That'd be mm. kind of cool. I don't know. Well, if, you, uh, if anybody, if any of the listeners want to venture forth wager suggestions or risk reward scenarios uh you know now's your opportunity people there you go what do you want me to do (laughs) as long as it's not weird yeah Yeah. well i'd hope there aren't that many weird people i don't know maybe there are we'll see we'll see we got a nice never under never underestimate people's (laughs) capacity for weirdness Um, especially on the internet that's true. With that, though, we are going to talk about, um, you know, how times change and changes. how chimps are talking nowadays, how, like you oh. said, Eiffel Tower's moving around, 
how I don't I don't know where I was going with that. But um how we have changed in the way that we consume our video games and uh things surrounding that. So so what do we do that's different nowadays than than what we used to? Um so Nate, what are some what are some thoughts you had? How did you let's go back let's go again let's go back when you were younger how did you play video games uh as often as i could uh-huh <laughs> yeah um you know and i think like that that window for as often as i as i can has sort of shrunk i i i had uh revealed to you the the story about playing suikoden and yes I, I and and so i i'll i'll recap the story because i think it's it is fairly amusing at least i think so and if, yeah if, you know people don't agree well then i'm I, i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> in advance um but it was like i think it was so we could end two or three um it was it might must have been two i think for the playstation I, actually i have no idea which one it was uh all i know is it was a suikoden it was on playstation one and I, I was over at my buddy's place and we were sort of hanging out and he was like, Oh, you ought to check this game out. So I started playing it and, um, I ended up like playing it for 12, 14. It, it might've been like it, somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 20 hours straight. Like I just, I pulled like an all nighter. I just like powered through this game and I was on, um, I was on like a, a fight and I ended up falling asleep and there's a picture of me falling like all passed out on his couch, just <laughs> looking all grody and uh, kind of weird. Um, you know, just, just sort of a, one of those awkward, like, well, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> like, like this is uh, my lowered expectations picture. <laughs> um, but, uh and uh, so I, I zonked out. Like I, I just remember at like one point in time, like you know, I, I passed out for a couple hours or whatever. And uh, they woke me. You know, my buddy woke me up, and his brother. They they woke me up, and you know, I sort of hopped back into the game. And like I said, I had dumped a significant amount of time into this game, and like you know, probably upwards of twelve to fifteen hours, somewhere somewhere in that ballpark. You know, yeah. what I say. And uh, yeah. I, I, I want to say 18 hours and it because that's what, what feels right, but I don't know. Like Oof. so it was just a lot of time. I had yeah. spent entirely too much time playing this game. There was no they didn't have any room on their sa- on their memory cards for me to save my file. So I had just sort of been, you know, powering through this thing. And um yeah, I got into this like duel, which was uh, you could do one of the, the combat sort of mechanics is you would do these duels where it was basically like a paper, rock, scissors sort of thing. And I just blew the duel. Like, I just, I lost. <laughs> and so, and when your hero dies, it sort of like ends the game. And, you know, I didn't have anything saved. And I was just like, ah, no, I'm done with this game. Uh, <laughs> so, and then uh, I, I had done this, like, staying up all night and pulling stupid long runs on video games is stuff I used to do all the time. Uh, you ever play the game Conquer's Bad for a Day? I have not personally, but I know about yeah. it, yes. You're not missing anything. <laughs> um, it's it's roughly 24 hours long. And oh, wow. I bought it 
for or maybe my roommate did but anyways we had it for the 64 and i became obsessed with this game and i stayed up for 30 hours to beat it <laughs> like wow i i did not i you know i i would do things like this often enough like that it it made the rest of my life problematic like you know I was I was in college at the time, and I think I didn't go to classes for a couple of days after that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am that guy that I pretty much like you know wasted my college experience playing video games. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, and I would do that like, and the, the reality is, I'm not saying that like I don't stay up late too late some nights and and stuff like that. But like, I I just don't. I'd I'd say the biggest difference between nate of 20 years ago and nate of today is that um in the way that and just as far as like time management goes like i'm i'm much more where you know at times i would i would probably get like 40 hours of gaming in in a week Mm -hmm. um in addition to whatever else i was doing you know and and sleep would definitely sort of be one of those things that would get you know chiseled out yeah um it'd be like oh yeah i don't need to sleep or i can i can survive on four hours of sleep um or three or two or i'll take a power <laughs> nap um uh, but I, now it's like you know video games have sort of found their right place and say like it's like if i have like an hour or two to myself and i don't have reading or something like something that needs done around the house then it's like yeah i can feel uh pretty comfortable in uh engaging but yeah like that's that's like the biggest sort of like off the cuff like difference in sort of how i consume them yeah uh but yeah no i i agree too and it's funny looking back the way that i grew up even though i was actually introduced to video games by my parents my dad in particular um, you know, he hooked up the old NES to the TV just to show us, uh, I guess he'd got it at a garage sale or something like that. Um, and then he grew to dislike video games very much. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's how much his children like to play them. Um, but he eventually, he would limit our time. We would get, as kids, we would get, um, what's, we would do what's called a round. You know, I was one of five kids and that, that consisted of each one of us, five kids got 15 minutes to play Mm. um and so we do a round of everyone got to play for 15 minutes and sometimes you know if we'd gotten far in a game uh my my little brother maybe my my little sisters or something if they didn't care they'd be like oh yeah you can have my 15 minutes or whatever you know we're on this hard Mm. level or whatever um so so there were there were some loopholes but basically we would play in short bursts when i was a kid and uh, that that was due in large measure just to the way that my parents um, didn't like us spending a significant amount of time playing video games. Yeah. Um, but that and and in in hindsight, I mean, it makes sense. Um, it, it yeah, it's, it's it's just it's different. It's different. I think especially with um, with a generation who didn't have video games, kind of growing up, mm-hmm. um, I could see the. Uh, just that I could see why you would be kind of hesitant to allow your kids to kind of indulge freely. If that makes sense. Um, they eventually ended up for a little while 
just saying that we couldn't play video games at all during the week. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't play video games at all during the school year. Um, so it was oh, only wow. over the summers. Yeah. And that that's when I really, like, it really made me upset. Because um, I'm just like, what, you know, what the heck? This is, this is ridiculous. This is um, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we were homeschooled kids, so it, yeah. it's not like I could, you know, do much to lash out. Um but I was also the kid that, you know, if my friends had video games and I'd always want to go to their place and play video games. Um, so that that was kind of like the first ways that I consumed video games. Eventually, as, as I got older, um, it's kind of funny because I stopped playing video games for a little while. So after I moved out of the house and moved in with my brother, um, we had video games and, you know, played them whenever we could. You know, we, we both enjoy them a lot. Um, and I would play with friends. I would binge play a lot with friends in high school. Like we would have overnight things, obviously at other people's houses. Um, and we would, you know, we'd have like all nighters of Halo two and all kinds of crazy Mm -hmm. stuff, which is a lot of fun. Um, but it was, I mean, we would even play RPGs together. I remember playing, uh, chunks of final fantasy 10 at my friend's house. Um, I'm trying to remember what other, RPGs. Oh, we would play games like Drakengard. Do you remember that one? It's like a, a Musou like game, like a Dynasty um, Warriors type game. I was like, is that the one that's um, like, yeah, it's it's like a Dynasty Warriors game, but you can actually get on a dragon. Yes, and fly around and stuff. Yes, yes. I do so remember cool. that game. I I have very limited experience with it, but I do remember it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so there were certain ones, oh, the Onimusha games. I remember going through those, Mm. um, in overnight gaming binges with friends. Um, so it's, it's, it's changed and it's kind of evolved. And then I kind of stopped playing video games for a while. Um, I'm not even sure, honestly, what happened. I just kind of didn't own any systems myself. I got married Mm. and we didn't have any systems. And so I just didn't play for a good couple years and then lo and behold there was a a Wii system that was on sale and I picked it up and um I remember it's game over man yeah yeah it's kind of funny especially because like I married my wife at a time where I wasn't hardly ever playing video games at all like I just I just didn't and uh, it, it's funny in hindsight, just like, oh, she didn't know what she was getting into, like, just because I didn't <laughs> exhibit these kinds of behaviors until after, you know, after we're married. Oh, um, man. But it's, it's, it's never been a, she's, she's never had any, any problem with me playing, um, except when I've allowed it to, you know, take up too much time. Yeah. Anyways, I'm kind of rambling. That's just kind yeah, of how yeah. I've played video games. It's, it's definitely been more here recently it's, it's it's always been kind of limited if that makes sense mm-hmm. um it's it's never been uh, well the the binges that i used to do have really been with friends i've never i haven't been one to really get so obsessed that you know i'm sitting in front of the tv for days and shirking other responsibilities if that makes sense and i, I hope that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like i'm full of myself just that 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 hasn't been uh i guess a huge struggle for me maybe i just 
maybe it's just the way that I am and maybe I'm just too concerned with what other people think of me. Um, but it's never been something... It, it, I mean, certainly, like you had mentioned, there have been lots of times... I've talked about it on the podcast before. Times where I have stayed up far too late and gotten far too little sleep uh, due to a game that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like full-on casting off responsibility so that I could play video games, eh, it's it hasn't really... That hasn't been a struggle for me, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It's it's more been kind of a slow creeping thing that eventually kind of I have to stop and be like, okay, look, this is this is too much, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's funny listening to you talk about how um, your your parents sort of were very, I I don't I wouldn't say overly strict. But like, in, it, you know, I don't want to sound critical of your parents. Like, <laughs> right? The yeah. Whole, like, no, I got you. None, none, no video games during the school year. I'm like, ooh, that's 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 rough. Yeah. Um, uh, that one, I I, I mean, like, I grew up sort of similarly. I mean, it, and once I okay. got out of the house, it was like all bets were off. It was like yeah. it was like it, it instead of like, uh, yeah. Anyways, instead of like, you know, doing drugs. You know, the first couple yeah. of years when I got out of high school, I was like, oh, I'm just going to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, I, I you know, uh, not to, I don't want to make, I did eventually get into drugs and alcohol, but, you know, that was uh, a, <laughs> that was sort of a different time. I, you know, uh, short version is I, I lived for about 10 years. I lived like a pagan and, mm. you know, uh, but, and that was, I, there was a lot of hard living, but yeah, like when I got out, of, I actually, well, and I, I wasn't even thinking about this, but like, yeah, you know, for, for a long time, uh, I was obsessed. And so like okay. when I, when I, my, my parents only had an NES, like they bought me the, the NES, like I, I memorized a hundred Bible verses, they bought the NES, um, you know, and we owned a fistful of games, like they, they we didn't get a whole lot. It was like, you know, they didn't like giving us video games for birthday presents or Christmas presents, really. Um, and my parents still don't do that. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, they're just like, no, uh, they yeah. just like, they're just yeah. not a fan of the, the, the hobby. Um, I, I think my dad has gone on record and it's not that like, my dad's a good dude. Um, he's taught mm-hmm. me a lot, but he's like, he's like, I just hate, He's like, I wish I'd never would have bought you guys that thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and, and uh, I mean, he's come around on other hobbies and stuff, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, the, just when it comes to games, he just, uh, he, he plays like a PC game every once in a while. But uh, anyways, so short version is like, I got out of high school and I bought a Nintendo 64. Um, it was like, you know, sort of like I'm out on my own. I had a roommate who had a PlayStation. Uh, I bought a 64. And, uh, yeah. like And, of course, you know, Ocarina time. And, uh, anyways. You have to. Yeah. It was like, I and I'm a, like, diehard. Like, I was a diehard Zelda junkie. Uh, I had, uh, you know, via emulation and, you know, sort of sneakery and, <laughs> I played I played pretty much all of them at that point up to that point with the exception okay. of Ocarina time. Uh you know. 
I've already sort of gone over my Zelda to the Adventures of Link uh, sort of backstory. Uh, so, yeah, never really... Uh, anyways, I'd sort of played just about everything. Didn't necessarily beat all of them, but ended up getting Ocarina of Time. And, and you know, I, I loved that game at the time. I thought it was just like... Dude, like I thought it was like the most awesome thing I'd ever played. I actually uh, ended up moving back in with my parents, uh, changed schools, and uh, ended up moving back in with them. And then it was actually, I ended up getting thrown out of my parents' house because I was supposed to be writing a paper. And I had written the paper, um, but again, I had stayed up all night. Like I it, like it was like one of those things where I had written the paper. The pa- it was like I finished the paper at like two thirty in the morning. My class was at like eight, so it meant I had to leave at seven thirty. Instead of like going to bed and sleeping for four hours, I stayed up. I was like, ah, I'll just play a little bit of like Legend of Zelda before I go to bed. And uh, it was like six o'clock. My dad got up and he just was not impressed with my decision <laughs> at that point in time and he told me he was like you have till the end of the month and then you need to find a new place to live because i'm not going to watch you do this and um so but nice. yeah i was like so there were definitely like for me there were definitely like negative ramifications with my sort of addiction to, to gaming for a long mm-hmm. time um but then yeah i mean there, there was a, a few years ago where I ended up selling, like, you know, I had amassed, when I came home from overseas, because um, I, you know, I was in Iraq for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came home from overseas, I just, you know, I got a job and I bought all the things I wanted. You know, so I bought, I had the Xbox, I bought a PS2, you know, the whole shebang. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just played whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And, uh, yeah, and then... uh then a few years ago, there was a, a point where, yeah, I didn't play any. Anyways, uh, you know, I just, I was just sort of noting, like, the, the similarities, like, the parallels, and then the divergences. Yeah. I've just, like, I, I don't mean to ramble on about how, like, but yeah, there have been definitely seasons. There was a season or two. Um, there was a season, a time in my life, several times in my life where I just, like, didn't play because I sold off everything or yeah. I just felt like I needed to not play it or, whatever and um on the i'd say one of the big differences is megan knew exactly what she was getting into okay yeah (laughs) she had she had seen me go down the rabbit hole more on more than one occasion nice um, because i was sort of i i was playing off and on uh while we were dating uh gotcha so yeah gotcha Uh, but well and i'd say too kind of the probably the period of my life where I was playing the most video games was probably after I was married and before I had kids. So Mm. in that time between like, like basically when I started getting back into playing video games and then started watching like, or keeping my ear to the ground with news and video games and stuff like that. Um, Cause as a kid, we always only ever had old systems I didn't really pay. I mean, I, I had a subscription to Nintendo Power just because it was cool, but it wasn't like the new games that were coming out were a pipe dream. 
I never expected yeah. to play anything new. It was like, oh yeah, cool. It might be something cool at my friend's house, but I wasn't paying attention to, you know, what was on the horizon and stuff like like I I didn't care. I played the Super Nintendo, you know. Um, it's whatever's at the you know the local shop that has these used yeah. games in stock. And how cool does the artwork look? You know, because oh, yeah. how else am I going to tell? Um, so, so really probably the most that I had started, uh, pouring time into playing video games was, and and I guess in that sense, it's been kind of fairly recent was, yeah, during that period of like, obviously I still have responsibilities holding down a job and, you know, being with my wife and things like that. Um, but not having, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't in school at that point. I don't think I would have been in school at that point. Um, it was just, it was just, you know, the job that I had and then, uh, yeah, being a husband. So mm-hmm. a lot of my, my free time, uh, went to playing video games. And so from that period of time until now, I guess kind of the main changes that I've had just in the way that I've played games is, um, like kind of the way that I prioritize games. So, um, you know, I we've talked about it on the podcast a lot. I do think there are lots of benefits to playing video games, even though it's inherent in the word there that it's you know it's a game. Um, mm-hmm. I I do think that there are actual yeah benefits. There there are good things about even just doing something recreational and and being yeah. able to enjoy something. But there are other things like. Um, like storytelling and being a part of a story and something like that, like challenging yourself um, and, and even, you know, keeping your brain sharp and things like these. So, so I do think there are benefits to playing video games. I don't want to be negative, but at the same time, we also do have to recognize that there is the tendency to spend too much time playing video games. And I think as I've gotten older and my responsibilities have increased, the place of video games has changed in that I, I slot it just like with my other priorities, I slot it kind of low on the list of like, okay, have I taken care of what I need to take care of today? And so in my brain, obviously there are some big pillars like family, kids, wife, um, there's time with the Lord. There is, um, things that I'm working on at work. There's schoolwork, there's things like that. And if there's, like if I'm, if I have kind of, if I can check off those boxes and maybe not, oh, have I done these things? But it's like, okay, do they have their allotted time that I know I'm going to, uh, that I'm going to apply to them later? Um, then I can play video games now or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, it, yeah, kind of the biggest change that it, I've seen in myself and just the, the way that I play video games is that um, it's not as impulsive as it used to be. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say is that it really, um, it, and it's weird too, because it also means that there's, it's very different. It's there's a very big difference in myself between guilty gaming and guilt-free gaming <laughs> where like I start playing and 10 minutes in I know there's something else I should be doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know there's other things and and this just isn't as much fun because I know that I'm using it to kind of get away from other responsibilities. Yeah. Whereas those times where no, I I can honestly say I've checked all my boxes 
man, it feels great to play video games because it's like, you know, this is, it's almost kind of like a reward, if that makes sense. So where would Hollow Knight fall in those categories? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hollow Knight feels great to play any (laughs) time. Yeah, that was, no, yeah, I I mean, I would, I mean, like, you know, our, our, our situations are a little different. Like, you know, Megan and I, we don't have kids. You know, I do have other responsibilities, but I'm not mm-hmm. in school. And, you know, so like, but yeah, it's like, and so like when I, t- my list to tick off is like mm-hmm. a little shorter than yours, but it's, you, you know, um, yeah, I just, I would say like as within the last like several years, less, you know, four or five years in particular, uh, there's been spikes, but uh, overall, I sort of almost, I, I would say like a downward trend, you know, mm-hmm. in sort of how how much I game. Now, Megan did point out to me, she's like, she's like, you know, she's like, you're actually playing more now <laughs> than you did before we started Backlog Golf. And I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, like, you know, because it's like, there's that part of me that got a little competitive and was like, I need to keep up. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, now I'm kind of like, you know what? Like, I think like I'm just I'm going to play at the speed that I normally play and where I because I'll be honest, there was a part of me that wanted to like, you know, just like snag the lead for a few minutes. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was like so close. And I'm not saying that it's it's I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just like you know, um, but yeah, like. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say like you. You know where some of like my big, sort of like my chief time is is like that couple of hours before bed. Mm-hmm. Like um, if we're just not doing anything, uh, that's when I'll usually like. Lately, it's just been I grab the the DS and I go yeah. like lay down in bed and I just play Chrono Trigger for like an hour or two before I go to bed, um, and it's just. And if I'm causing people, like if somebody wants to pluck their eyes out after I like, you know, describe this, but I'll play in the tub. Like I'll take, I'll, I'll take a bath. I'm not trying to be like weird or anything, but I play in the tub. Like, it's like, I have, that's like a half hour, 45 minutes. Um, you know, my legs, a lot of times at the end of the day are really stiff and sore. And Uh so, um, it's, it's something where it's like, I'm going to be sitting there sort of just like, you know, trying to like, you know, apply a little bit of heat therapy to my legs. So yeah. it's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be stuck here anyway. So, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I read sometimes, you know, too, but I just like, that sort of like tends to be like the more recreational, like just something mindless. Um, yeah. You know, kind of like, uh, but yeah, I think totally. like, like I said, it's, it's now, whereas it would be before, I would say, you know, before it used to be like whenever I could fit it in and like, like, and it was like, and I would actually not even whenever I could fit it in, it was like everything else sort of got arranged around this. Whereas as I like within the last couple of years, especially I've really been able to just sort of say like, no, this belongs here. Like, like all mm-hmm. my days off, if I don't have any plans or anything, like okay, this is a time I can pencil out like, you know, a couple hours or 
you know, and there have been like days where I'm just like, ah, you know, I don't have anything to do today. You know, I do some reading and then after I do the reading or, you know, laundry or whatever, you know, I have like maybe a couple little things. It's like, eh, I'll play for a few hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, totally. And I, I think I had mentioned it on, on the uh, previous episode of the podcast too, but Switch is great on the elliptical. We have an elliptical. Yeah, and it's, man. It's, it makes the time go by so much so faster to the point so, where, especially with Octopath Traveler, I'm just like, what? It's already been, you know, half an hour. Like, feels like it's been 10 minutes. Come on. I need to beat this boss. Burns so many calories. <laughs> but yeah. No. Well, okay. So we've talked about sort of like general sort of like gaming practices, sort of time, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like the actual change in tastes? Mm-hmm. How like versus what you would play as a kid sort of like through the teenage years up until like, what are you playing now? Like, is there a difference? Like, did that change for you at any point or is it sort of been? So the biggest change for me has been that when I was younger, I would play a lot more kind of arcadey. I would play in a, in an arcadey fashion. And what this means is that like, I would basically play until I no longer enjoyed it or, or the enjoyment level, you know, dipped or something like that. And then I'd move on to something else. Um, now I try and, you know, this is probably where, you know, this is why we started this podcast too, is that now I have such a huge backlog of games that I really try and focus on finishing the games that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not that I never finished games as a kid. It's that I wasn't as motivated. Like when I started playing a game, I, I wasn't thinking I'm playing this to finish it. I was just thinking I'm, I'm playing this to have fun and, you know, I'll get as far as I can, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Whereas now I really tr- want to try and get the full experience of, you know, whatever the game was created for. Um, now I, there's definitely a balance and sometimes I'm unbalanced. So sometimes I want to play a game, but, oh, if I'm going to play that game, I want to play the earlier games in the series before I play that game. And it just goes, you know, whatever. Um, I can get a little obsessive. So I'm not saying it's all healthy, but I think the biggest change for me in the way that I play games is that I really try and play with the end in mind. So I am, you know, I'm, I'm looking up like, how long is this game? What do I expect on the outset for this game? So I know more about the games that I play as well um, than I did when I was younger, than I did just kind of popping something in and seeing, you know, what it is, if that makes sense. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think too, like, you know, just sort of in, in just sort of like how I would play, I think as a kid, you know, we didn't have a ton of games. Like I said, my parents, you know, didn't, it wasn't like we got like a, a new game every Christmas or for birthdays or anything like that. They, right. they were sort of, uh, so it was like what we did have, it was like, I, it was sort of like the, uh, I remember borrowing a copy of Mega Man 2 from a friend and just that was when I was allowed to play that was all mm-hmm. I played and I just yeah. played it over 
and over and over. I mean, uh, now granted, that's like the, that's Mega Man too. So <laughs> it's like you know that's a, the 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 difficulty spike and everything else in that. But I just I remember sort of. I remember that like playing like obsessively, like for mastery's sake, like okay, like I wanted to, I wanted to beat the game, but it was like some of that was because there just wasn't a ton of options either. It was like yeah, it was like I had that and like Mario Brothers, and or Super Mario Brothers and like Legend of Zelda, and um. Yeah, so I I think I might have had Dragon Warrior too, but you know it's like mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I think Dragon Warrior might have been actually the first game I ever beat. Oh anyway, wow! Yeah, nice, nice. But yeah, yeah. There's a that. I guess I just keep sort of like thinking through that in my head, and I'm like, like now I sort of. I would say in comparison, like, whereas, like, I think I'm much more, like, the minute this thing becomes, like, not fun, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm not willing to sort of, like, dump, like, because, okay, like, even, like, in comparison, like, looking at, like, the way that I, I brought up Mega Man 2, like, dude, like, you can't play that game for fun <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> It's like, it was Dark Souls before Dark Souls was Dark Souls. I mean, like, it was, the levels were punishing, the bosses were punishing. There was just, Mm. like, so much there that was hard to, like, the game was just difficult. And so, like, it was fun, but it was, it was also just demanding, um, I think is, like, the word that I'm going to use. And so, like, now... I still like that 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 type of gameplay. I mean, like we we've talked about Bloodborne and Dark Souls, and um, you know my obsession with with those those types of games. Um, but I'm also very w- much more willing to sort of like, and and some of that is because I have options now. But it's like the <laughs> minute it stops being fun, um, so now it's like and. I, I definitely sort of want to pursue beating games. I mean, like, you know, if you, that's, that's why you, you get them, right. Is to play them and beat them. And, yeah. uh, I just, of course I, I want to complete the experience. All right. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure beating is the right term anymore. Um, it made it made sense like when like it was like the high score uh, the score attack stuff and anyways that that's a different sort of <laughs> headspace but but yeah like now it's like i want to complete the experience now and um whereas you know there was almost sort of like a a desperate obsession before now there's a, a an ability to sort of I want to savor the experience too, you know, where it's like, I'm not necessarily worried about mastery. Like if mastery can happen and it's not, yeah, I don't know where I'm going anymore with that. No. Well, I I do think that's an interesting point as well. Um, because there are, I, I do see in myself that I play different games in different ways. So for the most part, when I play a game, I tend to, um, 
because again, I have such a big backlog and I'm trying to focus on beating games. I tend to, if I'm going to do side content, I'll do the first, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll focus on that for a little while, but eventually I'll kind of be like, eh, you know, that I'm going to get back to the main story. So I really kind of focus more on the critical path. Um, that said, for something like Octopath Traveler, it, rather than kind of critical path, I'm I'm going more of the optimal path route, where I am taking my time and gathering lots of supplies and equipping my characters well and making sure that you know they they know the right text that I want them to, um, so that they can work in tandem to you know take down certain enemies and things like that. Um, so it does, it definitely depends on the game. I will say a lot with, with more strategy oriented type games I've noticed. And and this is something that I noticed even playing Chrono Trigger again, is that I focus more on different elements of, of, uh, of RPGs than I used to before. I'm much more, um, akin to, to, equipping like making sure my characters have the right equipment they have the right jobs making sure i strategize before rushing into battle where when i was younger it was more about attack power (laughs) and so like if i'm not if i'm too weak to defeat this next boss you go and you train for a little while gain a couple levels and then go back and club them over the head Um, whereas now I think I lean more on the strategy side of things, which admittedly probably takes more time in general, just because I want to kind of fine tune and tweak. And I guess I have more fun in menus, which is weird to say out loud. (laughs) Um, I think like, I think like, do you remember I think we talked about like Bravely Second at one point in time. Uh-huh. And I talked to you about the Patissier exploit. Yes. It, yeah. yeah. Like that's uh-huh. I think that's is that sort of what you're getting at? Like you like to like for me, like fi- like I didn't discover that combo. Somebody else did. And I but okay. I, like the the sheer like enjoyment of watching that that sort of loop just sort of like and and watching the game sort of like fold in on itself like that that's like and and i guess that's sort of maybe a playing for mastery sort of thing but it's like that almost like finding like the most elegant solution uh-huh. versus like like okay like yeah so like you know before like the boss beats you so you just go power up like you you level up like five times and you come back and you just mop the floor whereas yeah is it now it's more like, well, you know, I can beat them at level 18 if I equip this and use these these abilities and this this equipment loadout and da-da-da-da-da. Is that right. sort of what, like, you're saying? Yes. Like, the, so you're, look, like, you're, you're almost, like, looking for the more elegant solution. Instead of welding the big stick, you're sort of, well... Yeah, you, you're embracing the strategy and the sort of like the subtlety a little bit more. Yes, definitely. Um, case in point is that when I was playing through Chrono Trigger, I almost always had Marley in my party so that she could cast haste on mm-hmm. people. Whereas the first time I played through the game, I, I didn't care about haste at all. Um, even with Chrono fully maxed out on speed, 
I would cast haste on it and he would just be a beast. Uh, and I loved it. Turns like um, that. It's like yes. pop, 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 pop. Every time, every time you're ready to go, <laughs> he's like, I'm here. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, so yeah, think, things like that I think have definitely changed. I, I attempt to strategize. I, I, again, I hope this doesn't, I hope I don't sound full of myself when I'm talking about this because there are other games like Fire Emblem that I'm just like, I don't even know, like, why is this so hard? Why am I dying so much? Is like, what am I doing scissors, wrong? Dude. Yeah, why am I so bad at paper, rock, scissors? <laughs> um, and, and I have to go to the internet to teach me, uh, and it does and it get helps good sometimes. at paper rock scissors bro <laughs> yeah do you have any more thoughts on on ways that you've changed um well i think like in some ways i would say like i think the types of game like i so my like like i said i think dragon warrior was one of the first games i ever beat um and then legend of zelda i think followed that and so I was obsessed, like, drag. I remember being obsessed with Dragon Warrior, like, just, just, and when I finally had the opportunity to sort of start playing those JRPG, uh, but like, like the Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 6 and mm. everything else, and that, like, um, you know, and, and again, via emulation, which, you know, emulation is theft stealing is bad okay <laughs> don't steal um but yeah at the time it was like i probably ruined my dad's computer or something like i probably gave that old old pc like some sort of like super virus with as many roms as i was like downloading um but honey yeah. what is a nesticle <laughs> what, what is this why is this called nesticle i think i think there was actually a conversation like that at one point in time <laughs> what what is this um it's an emulator dad go away um (laughs) but uh you know played a lot of super nintendo games and that that's like i said that i think that that that's well i know for certain that's what what, the first time i played chrono trigger was on an emulator uh the first time i played final fantasy 4 first time i played final fantasy 6 like like all that stuff happened on emulators um and I, I just like down the rabbit hole and it was like this sort of like 40 to 50 hour time dump where it's mm-hmm. like, like it just, and, 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 and to be honest, like too, like, like 40 to 50 hours in a game and sort of like you and I were sort of talking about like, I still like the, the JRPG experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the sort of like the long story, like. Uh, Persona 5 is on my backlog. I want to go through. Honestly, I'm a little frightened by like the 80 hour price tag on that thing. Um, yeah. That's like, that's a bit of a commitment for me. And I think like, but, um, you, you know, and that's, that's one of the beautiful things about Chrono Trigger, dude. That game is like a 30, like 30 hour playthrough tops. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah, Tops. But then it's like, uh, about 10 years ago um so i was just i was pretty much like just jrpgs all the time i'd play some fighting games yeah. i'd do some like adventure game stuff you know uh did some you know i i mentioned ocarina time which you know just for the record can we just like 
just a brief aside, that polygon crap like looks awful now. <laughs> like yeah. those polygonal models have not aged well. Like that is an ugly, ugly game. It makes it's me true. sad. Like uh, Majora's Mask is like one of my favorites, but like man, I I have it on. I have both of them on my 3DS, and I okay. boot, booted it up, and it looks like okay. But I'm like, man, like these are this is not good. Like this is not <laughs> a pretty like. Just brief aside, like, and I want to. This is something that like we definitely I want to talk about the the pixel art in Chrono Trigger. Oh. It's so freaking good. And it's like, this is timeless. And I come back to this this game 20 years later. And I'm like, this is awesome. Or 25 years. However, you know, however yeah. long. It, but long time ago. And I'm like, this game still looks phenomenal. And then I like, I, I turn on Majora's Mask. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. why? <laughs> why? It's like, um, but... Anyways, so about 10 years ago, and, and we've talked, to, we, I mean, you know, uh, Dead Space, man. I, I ran into Dead Space. And I had mm-hmm. sort of, I had been playing some other things. Like, I had played, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto um, 3, I think, at the, that point. I think I had been exposed to KOTOR. But KOTOR is a freaking JRPG. It's a, well, it's a Western RPG. But, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like 50 hours of content. And it was like... And I was just like, I was obsessed with Peter Molyneux's fables. Like it was just, I wanted swords and sorcery and lots of hours. I just wanted to sort of like, and then, then, like I said, I played Dead Space and well, and Shadow of the Colossus, like playing those games, like those tighter, more... I don't know. Oh, I'm, words are failing me. But like that, that tighter, more controlled experience where it's like, yeah. like you know, Shadow of the Colossus is like a 15-hour run-through for like a sort of an average play. Like mm-hmm. Dead Space, it's a 10, 12-hour run-through. Uh, there was a game that I mentioned to you earlier, Gun. It's like an 8 to 10-hour playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like I started coming across these games that have like these tighter narrative experiences where... Like it was this, like it was shorter, it was a little more focused and driven. And I really like, I appreciated the fact that, like, you know, like they they were able to, to tell me these stories that I was like all in on, but they were able to do it in sort of a much more manageable, bite sized sort of like gap. And our yeah. gap, but you know, like, sort of like time period i my i'm 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 struggling with words here but it's like (laughs) no yeah yeah i think i think i understand what you're saying man it's just like yeah because they are more focused and they are more kind of tailor-made to what um they're trying to what they're trying to be rather than trying to kind of throw in the kitchen sink in order to to get people to like it Mm -hmm. i mean like dude like uh, that's not to say that i i still don't you know I would still play the JRPGs. Like I played the Kingdom Hearts, uh, the first two Kingdom Hearts games, you know, back in the day. 
and mm-hmm. um, I played uh, you know at the same time as I was playing Dead Space um, I was okay. playing like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 um, <laughs> and I, Dragon Quest 8 like you know and, and I think I've gone on record and said like I'm pretty sure that I, I logged in like 230 240 hours on, yeah. on Dragon Quest like wow it was a ridiculous amount of time so it's like it's not that I was it, but it sort of like opened things up for me a little bit. And so now yeah. I would say like in some ways I still really, I'm just sort of like, I think the draw for me for video games has always been like, it is a way to tell stories that um, is more immersive than just about any book you can read, in my opinion. And I'm not trying to say, like, reading is good. We should probably all read more. Um, I, But, like, man, like, I played God of War recently. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, one of the ones that's, like, when I played The Last of Us, man, like, that's, that's not a super long game. That's, like, a shorter game. That's, like, a 12 to 15 hour sort of run. And I just... I, I appreciate sort of like all ends of the spectrum, but you know, the, the reality is like, if you sort of, I think now for me, it's, it's a lot easier for me to, to sort of turn, you know, the, there's that Drake meme where like, he's uh. like, he's doing the, the like, Oh no, I don't want this thing. And then, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that. And it's like, for me more often than not, um, I'm going to drift towards like the tighter, the shorter experience just because that seems to, I mean, one of the problems like now with the the way that I play games is I don't, I'm not in it all the time. And a lot of those like JRPGs, man, like uh, a lot of those like longer, like I I have the, the dragon quest 11 at some point in time, I'm going to dip into that persona five. I brought that up earlier. It's like, persona 5 man like again 90 hour price tag like i'm i'm going to just like load up wherever i am and then i'm just gonna go find a walkthrough and skim through it and like like sort of get myself up to speed (laughs) yeah like i'm not going back i'm not like going i'm not restarting the game i'm not doing that crap Um, (laughs) and i i think now like you know, like I said, like you know, like I played God of War, I played Spider Man, I played Horizon Zero Dawn. Those were all like 30, 40, 50 hour sort of like experiences. But like more often than not, I'm going to like shoot for like I want the tighter. I want something that like I can sit down and within the space of a week or two finish and not have to worry about juggling all these like narrative threads or all these tasks or whatever. Like. I want yeah. something that's like a little more approachable. And so in that, I would say like if someone made like a 12 hour RPG, you know, that I could play in the space of a couple of weeks, I'd, I'd probably be all over it. I don't know. But yeah, it's like, I, you know, I, I would say my tastes have broadened. Whereas like, mm-hmm. I was like very much like I was all about like the, the high fantasy, sort of like i was obsessed with like the basically if if squaresoft made a game back in the day i i was playing it but um yeah i don't i don't know i mean like 
I would say like it's just I, I've been trying to put my finger on it because it would I just I would say like yeah that that would be like the one thing that I mean and some of those like my old favorites have still sort of like followed me like I, I've yeah. still sort of like brought them with me like uh, the Wind Waker um, was mm-hmm. one of my favorite Legend of Zelda games and I have it on HD on, on the Wii U. And I'll definitely be playing that again, you know, at, at some point in time. And, and I know that's a fairly expansive game and there's a lot of content there, but I don't know. Um, what about you, man? Like, what, like, is there any, any changes like that, like that, that you can sort of track or, you know? Well, I think definitely in terms of, of kind of the time, I agree that I can appreciate a shorter playtime now. Um, I, I don't generally tend to go from 60 hour JRPG to 60 hour JRPG any longer, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because I try and focus a bit more. Uh, that doesn't always, sometimes, sometimes that does happen. I go back to back with stuff like that. I mean, I guess I did that with, um, with what, uh, strange journey and Octopath, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't spend that much time between I, those. I wasn't going to say anything, man. <laughs> um, so it does happen, but then I end up taking my time and playing a bunch of, uh, little things in between. Cause even like with backlog golf, it, it has me, you know, searching through my games for shorter games, um, just to play through those. And so I, I definitely, I do appreciate the shorter kind of experiences as well. I agree. Um, I would say kind of along what I said earlier about getting to know the games that I'm going to play almost before I play them. Um, I will say that I have gotten into some different genres that I'd only previously dipped my toes into before. Um, so even something, even something like when I played uh, persona, what is it? Arena persona Four arena, um, fighting games aren't really my thing. I mean, they're fun. Uh, don't get me wrong. I just don't want to dump the time into getting good at a fighting game. Yeah. Um, so I never really get good at them. Um, but that one was special because it had the story mode. And so it had me kind of digging into it a little bit more. Um, I'm not typically a huge racing game fan but if there's something you know special about a certain racing game you know i i went through uh mario kart 8 on the wii u i went through and got like the gold stars on everything up until mirror mode i think is where i finally decided eh, you know what i'm not gonna keep you know like spinning my wheels for lack of a better oh. term um because because I even went through and got all the time trials and, and like, I really completed, I really tried to complete that game, um, before they started releasing all the free DLC and the, yeah, the mirror mode and the 200 CC versions where I'm just like, okay, I'm done. It was, that was fun. 200 CC was always my favorite class to race in though. So for, for Mario Kart eight, eight. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know that I played enough to really say because at that point i was already like i'm done i'm done i've gotten what i needed to do like i'm sick of you get away from me (laughs) mario kart well like i already i've already memorized these these um uh whatchamacallit the courses it was actually mirror mode that threw me because mirror mode came out before 200 cc's 
And, uh, and that's when I was just like, I'm not going to memorize them literally forwards and backwards. Like, this is crazy. I'm not going to do this. Um, but, but yeah, so like previous Mario Kart games, like I wasn't into them that much to, uh, to that extent, you know, I'd play through them, but I wouldn't try and gold star everything, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, re- it really kind of depends. I think, I think my tastes have broadened in that sense. Um, but I think I also know, like, there are certain games that I'm, I'm probably just not going to enjoy. I haven't played a sports game in years. Yeah. It's just not something that, that really interests me. If I were in a social situation where people were playing sports games, sure. I mean, that, that could be fun, but it's just not, I don't know. It's not something I'm going to sit down and play by myself. Um, but I'm definitely interested in what kind of new experiences that are, are out there for sure. Mm. Um, so I think, I think my tastes have changed in so much that the landscape of gaming has changed as well. And the types of experiences that, that come out, um, I'm interested if I hear something is particularly good, I'm down to kind of like try it out and see what's so good about it. Yeah. So, um, and that takes research, which previously I just, I, I didn't care enough to research into, to some of these newer games that are coming out. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I definitely like with the research thing, I think, I think about when I played Bloodborne and yeah. I did not go into that game cold. I was like, nope, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm going to read around. I'm going to, cause like I have a very specific type of play style that i like to when i can i like the glass cannon i like okay i like okay. being dodgy like when, when i'm playing like a sort of an action adventure game or whatever like um i really like the tenchu series for a long time like yeah i like stealth you know i like sneaking around um you know and then like one shotting dudes um stealth archer is the only class to play in skyrim uh <laughs> You know, I, I actually, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I, 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 but <laughs> I like, I like the glass cannon, and so I was like, and just everything. I sort of like looked. I, but I remember like going in, researching like character builds, like researching like play styles and everything. And I'm like, yeah. I, I think when I do eventually sort of like try and sort of roll through the Dark Souls games, pro- the Dark Souls proper games. That's very much going to be very similar. Okay, and uh, I might I might change things up. It might just be like, what's the closest thing to easy mode? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's it's a magician, you okay. know, like relying on magic a lot. I've never played a Dark Souls game like that. I've had one or two spells that I'll use occasionally, but meh. But you know what I was thinking, though, too, and I I don't think that we can really get into it. And maybe I think we ought to put it on for it. But you know what I thought, like, too, is like just we we sort of talked about it, but not a little. I mean, you sort of just brought it up. But like, man, like I don't sit down with a group of friends anymore to play video games. Now, yeah. The other, a couple weeks ago, we did have some friends over and we ended up playing Overcooked for a little bit. And then they went out and bought nice. Overcooked and then <laughs> Overcooked 2. Uh, but yeah, like I was just thinking about like how like 
I, and, and I think this would be an interesting topic for us to sort of sit down because you, you, I think, sort of alluded to it earlier, um, you know, like when you, when you and your brother had an apartment, like you guys would hang out and play video games together. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I remember playing GoldenEye with my, you brought up Halo, um, but it was uh-huh. like, we played GoldenEye, we played Tony Hawk Pro Skater, we'd play, uh, I mean, like uh, the original Smash um then the gamecube smash eventually uh the mm. one that i i really have fond memories of was simpsons hit and run okay um, yeah like it was like dumb it was like a crazy taxi sort of like clone sort of thing um and we would just like take turns passing the controller around trying to beat times and set high scores and junk uh i'd really i i think that would be sort of a fun examination at some point in time but yeah yeah for sure i don't have anything else really super pertinent but i did throw something out onto the facebook group i'm gonna check here and see if we got any yeah got... yeah we've got a number of responses we could jump into um there's a lot of commentary about the i was wearing a five iron frenzy sweatshirt <laughs> there's a lot of people with uh um opinions yeah about my sweatshirt (laughs) Um, which i think is funny because we've talked about ska on the podcast multiple times so uh, i I don't get why there's a reaction uh, well i I, I don't know whatever yeah um So let's see here. Luke Denner, you guys have a podcast. Ha ha, Luke. Ha, joke's on you. Yeah, you were on the last episode. (laughs) Um, uh, Commentary on my sweatshirt. Okay. Uh, Wesley, uh, one of our main dudes here, says... uh, it's interesting that our gaming tastes do change over time. When I was a kid, I liked every genre of game, but as I got older, my taste solidified to only a few genres. It makes me wonder what it is about JRPGs and puzzle games that make me choose them over, say, sports and racing games. What was the catalyst? Uh, which games really convinced me about such and such a genre? Interesting, uh, interesting questions to ponder. I almost read that without sounding like a buffoon. Almost. <laughs> um, I, I think like, you know, I sort of said it, I think the, the hook is story for me. Like if there's, a, okay. so, I mean, sometimes like it's just gameplay is good and it's snappy and it feels good to play the game. Like there's a good game feel. But yeah. I, I mean, like I really, I think about Spider-Man and God, Spider-Man. <laughs> I can't, Nate, Nate talks so good sometimes. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Uh, he's Spider-Man. Uh, but I think about Spider-Man and God of War and The Last of Us, and I'm like, man, like the stories and the narratives and the way that like um, those sort of like tugged at me emotionally really have become a hook. And so it's like, I'll play just about anything if the story <laughs> is worthwhile. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul... Tastes are supposed to change as I turn off Dragon Warrior in embarrassment. Paul, you <laughs> never turn off Dragon Warrior. You never be embarrassed about loving Dragon Warrior. It's a beautiful thing. 
Stop it. You turn that right back on. You get back to playing now. What three? And um, just a uh, quick, quick shout out. Uh, he's doing uh, for anybody who's interested. Uh, you know, I know we don't do like recommendations proper, um, but he's doing a real play D and D a D and D real play podcast called Dice and Dreary that uh-huh. uh, really makes me want to play Dungeons and Dragons again. <laughs> so nice. uh, it's fun. I check it out if you like real play stuff. Uh, Jeremiah Styles says, "As a kid, I loved Super Mario games more than anything, especially Super Mario 64. I think partly because of its light open world elements and getting to run around in, th- in a 3D world blew my five year old mind. He was five when he played this. <laughs> oh, I feel super old, but no, yeah, I remember definitely. I can sympathize." Uh, with that the first time sort of like tooling around in uh, 3d um now he likes grittier more linear games like the last of us and strategy games like xcom or for the king xcom is outstanding um but open world games will always have a special place in his heart and carving out a lot of space in his wallet um there's some honesty there i like it (laughs) i like it uh Jason, uh, the, the the dude who is responsible for our oh, man, I what is, logo, jeepers, uh, <laughs> shoot me, dude, I'm I'm going, I'm falling apart, Josh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry here, man. He's just like you're fine, man. Oh man, everybody's like it's fun to watch. <laughs> I'm sure it makes her great radio too. Only the best radio. <laughs> Listen to this man just fall apart. You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, it's like, what was that? There's this one guy that I. It was like basically every record you could just he he uh, this he ended up committing suicide. But it was like every record you were just like, it was Elliot something. But every record, Elliot Smith. Yes. Every every record you would listen to, you're like, how is this dude still like? How has he not already done this? Like every one you listen to, it just gets like more and more depressing and darker, and just like more and more. It's like, I, but I'm just, yeah, I don't know. There's a bad parallel. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're um, the Elliot Smith of podcasts. Yes. Um. Uh, but he says. He's not sure if his his tastes have changed. He still loves Sonic and Tomb Raider. He still loves massive RPGs, uh, MMOs, even if he doesn't have the time, and shooters. He uh, enjoys the occasional fighting game, although he did have to abandon Mortal Kombat. He has been playing... Like, dude, he's been playing WoW for 15 years, like, off and on. Like, he'll buy, like, a a sub for a while, and then... uh, but for him, uh, he's like the mechanics is sort of like, or the things that hook him are the inner, the like the world building, and uh, so uh, he says an interesting world. It can be colorful or interesting artistically. Uh, character customization is a big one. He also loves games with stories, um, but he actually likes the PVE gameplay once the story is sort of done. And then uh, Stephen Miller. Uh, says, uh, but seriously, there's some next level irony about wearing a, an FIF, uh, a five iron frenzy shirt while talking about changing taste in media over time. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, music is one of those things that I think, you know, you sort of get locked into an era, and then it's like, that's it. You know, it's like you could. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, so. Um, yeah. But. Man. Be, I, I just I don't I don't have anything else, Josh. Like I, I just I feel you. I just uh, I feel you. Uh, no, I I think kind of some of the sentiments overall that we were getting, I agree with, is that a lot of what I enjoyed when I was younger still feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think of like platformers and RPGs to me mm-hmm. are a lot of what I played when I was younger, and I those are still just some of my favorite genres that I enjoy playing. Um, so I agree by and large with a lot of kind of sentiments that were shared while at the same time, um, differentiating that, you know, some of these genres are, are not my favorite. Um, but I do, again, with me, it kind of comes down to what's the general consensus? Why is this considered good? And if it's a compelling enough argument, Hey, I'm down to try it out and I'm down to try something new. Um, but my bread and butter is is always going to be platformers and massive mm-hmm. weeb JRPGs. <laughs> I started to snort a little bit there when you said weeb. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. No. They're, they don't have to be, but I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually. It's a J in JRPG. Um, oh, my. Oh, my. No, dude. Yeah, I mean. I think too, it's like for me, the bar, especially like thinking about that too, like the, the, when it comes to platformers and like Metro, like I love a good Metroidvania and that really does sort of stem from like that. Um, so like those, those form formative years, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I ever played like the original Castlevanias until emulation. Um, yeah, but then I was just like head over heels with those those games, and uh, I would just sort of say like, man, and I think that's like one of the things like you know the game that we've both sort of just been like awestruck with is like, man, Hollow Knight is just like it is it it sort of channels nostalgia in all the best ways, and it takes like mm-hmm. the, the clever gameplay. It takes like it's basically. Hmm, it does so many things right and it just sort of yeah. like it hits all the sweet notes and then it sort of says yeah and and uh but here's like new things that we can do that we couldn't do before and so um it's like yeah. it's kind of like a remix but i dude my my music sort of metaphor is is i don't know it's like it's like hearing a song that you love covered by a band that you love and they do it in a way that makes it new and somehow magical. Um, and they make it their own. And that's what hollow Knight sort of feels like to me. It's, uh, yeah. Which is, you know, I, I, I would almost want to say it feels like Weezer's cover of Toto, uh, Toto's uh, Africa, (laughs) but, it's basically Weezer's just playing Toto's Africa. Um, <laughs> they don't do anything with it that makes me go, oh, no. Um, no, but it's like, 
yeah, it's just that there's something like really special about that game uh, that just, yeah. And I think in, in a lot of ways, like the other one, like uh, Octopath, like, um, and I told you before we started recording, but I think, I think that post, as uh, soon as I wrap up Pyre, oh, you know what? I had done that. I had put out a survey and people wanted me to play Doom. So I'm going to, uh-huh. I'm going to bang through Doom. But then I think after I bang through Doom, I'm going to, I'm going to like turn on Octopath and sort of fall down that rabbit hole. That was one more. I, I, I lied. I said I had nothing else. One more quick thing that I, mm-hmm. I've noticed, and it's, it's, it's definitely established itself more now. When I was younger, I would play like five or six different games sort of within the same sort of circle of time. Yeah. Now that I'm older, what I found is like I, I can juggle two or three games at a time like that have my active attention. And that's even that sort of like stretching it. Like a lot of times it's like I'm playing one thing and that's it. So is that, is that the same for you or is it kind of? Well, like I said, I didn't really have as much of a focus on finishing games when I was younger. Okay. So in that sense, yes, I would be playing a lot of games at once because eh, it didn't really matter if I finished it. I'm just going to play it until I'm done having fun. You know, until I go to the, the used game store and pick something else up, kind of a thing. There's something more exciting in front of me that I'll go to, and then I'll just forget I haven't started that other game. Um, so in that sense, yes, now I have fewer games that I'm focusing on because I have to, like, actually focus on them. Um, although there are always those kind of handful of games that, like, oh, I'm playing Overcooked with Samantha, oh, I'm playing this game, you know, on the side with my kids, um, or, or, you know, little things like that. Oh, there's this party game, or I started a two-player game of this game with, you know, my sister or something like that, you know? Things like that that are kind of back-burner games anyway. Um, But for the games that I'm trying to actually get through, yes, I'm definitely more focused. Hmm. Okay. I just didn't know if I was just some sort of weirdo. So. No, I mean, I think I think it requires, especially if you do like RPGs. Heyo, um, it kind of requires you. I mean, we even said it about Hollow Knight as well. Is that you? You kind of learn how to play, and in order to stay proficient, you kind of have to focus on it. You know, uh, so. just a, a quick shout out, real quick too, before I forget. Logan was streaming Hollow Knight tonight, and we still uh-huh. need to get him on here for that. So. That's true. So we can all like sort of squeal like little girls about <laughs> how good it is. Um, th- that was an yeah. awkward, <laughs> awkward, uh, yeah, phrasing. Uh, anyways, um, so before we just sort of like completely devolve, uh, oh, not we, before I completely <laughs> sort of like, you know, just sort of fall apart all i i don't know i we should probably wrap it up um so josh where can they find us 
Well, there's a bunch of different places. Of course, there is the Facebook group, the hashtag Backlog Book Club. You can find us on there. That's where we're doing the Backlog Golf as well. Backlog Busters with the 90s video games we've got going on. Institutes 2019. We've got updates in there as well. So come check it out um, and just, you know, talk with us about where you are and video games and, and um, you know, what what is on the horizon for you as well. Uh, you can always email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. So, you know, if you have anything to add for this episode, we can throw it in the next one, um, kind of talking about, you know, you guys and what, what have you seen about kind of some of the ways that you have changed in gaming as well as you've gotten older. Um, and then, of course, you can always reach out to us personally on Twitter, Facebook, GG app. Um, we're both on PSN. We both have you know, Nintendo Switch friend codes that you can reach out to us on. Um, but for for those that we actually get to choose our names on, I am generally Broccolope. That's B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. And Nate, you go by... Nate underscore McKeever, because I am super on brand slash super boring. Love it. It's my superpower. Um one thing before we sign off, my wife wants everybody to know that she is at negative one on Backlog Golf. She beat Mario Odyssey. Um, so, nice. yeah, um, I was surprised when she was like, she was, she was like signing, not signing, but she was like making gestures at me while we were eating. And I'm looking at her <laughs> and I'm like, What? And then she did like this golf swing motion. I was like, oh, backlog golf. She's like, yes, I have one. I was like, you bought a game? And she's just like, no, I beat a game. <laughs> you know, so. Um, but, That's awesome. But yeah, shout out to my wife um, who isn't officially playing. But, you know, um, I'm still glad to see her. Uh, she She enjoyed it. And now she was like. She was like starting to do some of the post game content. It was, it was, and then she was like, "How many moons are there?" I was like, "A thousand. <laughs> She's like, "I don't think I'm going to do this anymore." I said, don't blame you. But, anyways, uh, that's awesome. Now that we've sort of gone everywhere, one last thing uh, for real. One last thing: if you mm-hmm. like this show and you like what Josh and I do. Uh, a rate and review would be really, really cool. Um, any reviews would be really, really cool. Uh, if it's not five star, you know, we accept criticism, you know, as long as you're not a jerk. If you're a jerk, well, then we just, we won't accept it. Like, it's it's not valid. <laughs> um, and, and tell your friends, you know, it's, it's we, we do this because we like it. Um, and we, we hopefully... Uh, I, I think I speak for both of us when I say this. I think we hope that other people find this to be useful and enjoyable as well. So, but yeah. So you Believe know how it. to get a hold of us. Um, feel free to use those means or or not. You know that's up to you. But until next time, Josh, you keep beating down your backlogs, <laughs> and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. <laughs> We'll see you guys later. <laughs> later. <laughs>